Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Four past six, and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next two hours as we count down to AFL preliminary final fixtures tonight and tomorrow. And to do so over the next two hours for Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialist. It is a man who's played in three preliminary finals, and I talk of Josh Kennedy. JK's in the studio. Good morning. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, three are good. Three AFL premier preliminary finals. Yes. And I sp- we spoke to Luke Hodge about it yesterday, just in regards to the different... As a fan... As a, an impartial fan with no skin in the game, I love yep. preliminary final yep. week. As a player, Luke Hodge said, it's a nerve. It's the nerve-wracking game of all. He said, because you are thinking about, wow, if we don't win, we're so close, but not at the big dance. What's your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's interesting because you, you do go into the week and you, you've had the year, uh, you've had oh, sorry, the first part of the finals, and then you, you, you get there and it's just you're one win away from getting to a grand final. So... You kind of, yeah, all that work you've done to get to a prelim, it's very, very hard. So, yeah, you're satisfied with, with getting there and I suppose with what, what you've done with the group. But, um, but yeah, you just, you know, that one win. And if you do you do lose, it's, it's a, a long off season and a long pre-season to get back to Correct. getting back into that, that, that final series again. Correct. Um, so, you, three preliminary finals. You had a 2-1 record in prelims. Uh, you kicked nine goals. You kicked three against Geelong in 2011 in a loss. Yeah, we lost, yes, yes. So, that, we, we, that year we... we Went from well, we went last in 2010, and we made a prelim that year. It was it was just a whirlwind year. And what was that? Taking you back now a dozen years, but what was your emotion when you walk off the ground, knowing that you'd come so far? Was yep. the vibe inside the group? Was that Wush? <clears throat> yeah, it was Wush, yeah. So was that, was the vibe, hey, guys, keep your heads up because it's been a great year from where we come from? Or was yeah. it, wow, we didn't quite get the job done? Well, I think oh, I think well, for myself and a lot of us, we were, were pretty young and first kind of final series. It was for just a, your 90th game. Yeah, yeah, fi- first final series. So walked away going like, oh, yeah, well, that's a good year. We had, had a good crack and didn't realise kind of, I suppose, how hard it is to get to that position. Um, and it's not until you're, you're older and you, you go through a couple others and make a grand final, how you realise how hard it is. But um, that one, yeah, was kind of into the game. It was like, oh, how good is this? It's a prelim. You know, Geelong kind of spanked us in the end. And it was, we walked away going like, oh, oh, that was pretty cool. You know, but you didn't really <laughs> think about, oh, we could have got to that grand final. Yeah. Uh, two goals in 2015 against North. Yep. Yep, yep. Now that was good. There was uh, they, they jumped us early that one, and um, being able to come back, I suppose, pretty kicks that goal towards the back end of it. And um, yeah, it was knowing you're going into a grand final for the first time. That was <laughs> that was that's probably the loudest I've heard Subiaco Oval. Yeah, that was that was one of the loudest. You know, tell us about about that. Um that first emotion when you're walking down the rooms, of course, we are, you're talking Subi over, you're walking yep. down the rooms of knowing you've got a massive week ahead of you. Does it, yeah. does it, does it, did the penny drop then or do you have time to absorb it? 
Uh, oh, well, you're absorbing just, it in the late in the last last couple of minutes. Well, because the game was you know pretty tight, and you know we, we were up, and um, yeah, I suppose once that siren went and the the crowd, the emotion of everyone knowing we, we're going to a grand final, yeah, it probably hadn't really sunk in. It was just you know we we did it, and then yeah, it probably wasn't till that next day. Then I reckon that's where yeah you just wow we're going to a grand final. Do you think your grand final week of 2015 held you in good? Stead for your grand final week in 2018. The whole build-up expectation and yeah. preparation. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You look back on it now and, and what we did in 18, and you compare it to 15. Yeah, I think that whole week uh, we we probably got caught up with with, with everything. I think and. Um, kind of embraced the week, so to speak, rather than embracing the game. And that sounds silly, but I think just, yeah, tickets and getting everyone over and people at training and grand final parade and, you know, it was a bit of that, it's a yeah. different. If it, is it completely different, your preparation? Uh, it, well, yeah, yeah, Not it is. Mark Hamble aspect. No, nah, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. outside yeah. stuff. Yeah, you got twenty thousand rocking up to training, you know, to do a captain's run, and like, for, you know, even the the Tuesday session. Like, I don't do much. I do two laps, and then you go back in, and there's twenty thousand people there all cheering. It became so. the story. Oh no, he's on. <laughs> How many years did we do stories on you yeah. about not training and easy in doubt? I reckon we did more stories on you and your injuries and how you're feeling and is he going to play yeah. than anyone I know. In the yeah. Oh, well, there, there was a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mum, mum would always ring me saying, are you playing this week? And I'm like, I'll tell you if I'm not. <laughs> yeah. um, and so you beat Melbourne. Uh, you smashed Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. That was, that that, was incredible. So uh, Melbourne had all the hype. Um, they had obviously, you know, everyone was on the train. Uh, they, were, they were coming over to Perth. Um, there was talk of, like, Melbourne supporters just buying tickets that aren't even coming just so they would <laughs> silence the West Coast supporters. It was, yeah, there was there was a heap of, I suppose, hype with, with Melbourne. And um, obviously we started well. And it's interesting, that, that first half, well, just before half time, I came off and was in obviously real serious football mode and I was barking orders and uh, I remember <laughs> Luke Shuey just turned around and goes, mate, just just relax, it's all right. Just look at the score. And I looked up and we were 60 points up. <laughs> Didn't even realise we were 60 points up. <laughs> so, were you not a scoreboard watcher? Uh, well, usually, usually I am, but I don't know. For some reason, I, I yeah, remember it clearly that that day. It just it was. Well, you're just, on a roll. You were just no yeah, focusing on the game, and then um, yeah, but yeah, to win by sixty six in the end, I think it was. So yeah. Yeah. So so twenty eighteen. So it's interesting you talk about you know whether you got the parade right and the preparation mm. right through preliminary final to grand final week, and we are talking ahead of tonight's preliminary final, and then again tomorrow. Um, Mick Malthouse made the fatal mistake in ninety one. I don't think the Eagles travelled for the parade. They st- they That's stayed right. out of the parade. Yeah. And, oh no, we're not going to change. It was a stickler for staying to the format. No, we're not going to fly right. over a day yeah. early just for the parade. We're going to fly yeah. over, and then they did it again ninety two. And it was uh, I think the AFL would have stepped in and said, no, no, you are doing the parade. Yep. Um, again, lessons learned. So what you did in twenty fifteen. Three years later, you probably learnt better, you know, even down. Yeah, the, definitely. Yeah. And talking about not coming to the parade, well, Jeremy McGovern wasn't wasn't going to come to the uh, the parade. Yeah, so he'd obviously had that that rib injury. Yes. Um, you know, it was kind of yeah, internal bleeding and everything like that. And his whole week and whether he's playing or not, and you know, Oscar Allen's sitting there going like, "Please don't play because I want to play this game final." <laughs> but um, it came down to obviously that last session or the morning of the game for for the decision to be made. But he um was actually going to. I think he had some physio and he was doing. Some some other training just to get prep because we were yep. going to the captain's run and yep. um and yeah he, he was he wasn't coming 
And then I'm pretty sure the, the phone call from yeah someone high up at the AFL said if Jeremy McGovern doesn't come to that parade, he's not playing tomorrow. So. Wow. <laughs> so he had to rush. So I think we were a little bit delayed taking off. Yeah, Josh Kennedy's in the studio for OCC Labor Hire. That's OCC Labor, L-A-B-O-U-R Services, occlaborservices.com.au. They WA's leading labor hire and recruitment company. So if you're looking for a career in construction and mining, and aren't we all, they're the big ones, OCC WA leading the way. You can register at that uh, email address, OCC cclabourservices.com.au. How is that going? It's going good. Yeah, it's going good. So, yeah, Anthony Rock, our GM. So. We had Rocky. I interviewed Rocky for um, Inspiring Sports Stories last week. Oh, oh nice. Great story. Yeah. He is yeah. a remarkable story. He is an absolute ripper. He's We're going to be interviewing you shortly, too. You're going to appear on the radio, know, too. Yeah, yes. Looking forward to that. So you're the state manager, are you? Yes, yes. So, yes. Who are you laughing? <laughs> What? Are you the state manager? Yes, I am. What don't you do? Uh, <laughs> what don't you do? You, you so, say... no, Rocky's our GM, so he, he runs the day-to-day. We've got our so you're, in his, you're his boss? Yes, yes, yes. And what do you do that's his boss that he can't do? <laughs> so I oversee it's uh, money, everything. It's still money. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I make... <laughs> keep, keep. I got it now, uh, yeah. I got it now yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it now. So, so okay, so it's big. How long have you been involved in this? Uh, so we started about three years ago. Um, obviously, uh, first six months, kind of just getting everything off the ground and obviously new to the market, um, OCC. So Luke Livingston runs um, yes. that in, in Victoria. Oh, and he wanted to, yeah, and he wanted to branch to... Um, WA in Queensland and, and we're, be- we're really good mates. So. He wore four. Did you wear five at Carlton? Yes, I did five. Yes. So you yeah. had the locker alongside each other. Yes. Yeah. That, a bit of a friendship. The, yes, and I well, I lived with him for two years. So yeah. Okay. So him and uh, Lucinda, his his wife, uh, yeah, took me in. So I, I lived with him did for. Did you share years. a locker? Shared a bedroom? Yeah, uh, we well, did, not yeah. bedroom. <laughs> shared a house. We did. Yes. It's quite interesting that the house. So the one uh, Livo had where we lived um, has gone through a few Carlton players now. Obviously, um, I think Gibbsy bought it off him, <laughs> um, but Patrick Cripps ended up. Living in that house and staying in the same room that, that I lived for two years. So that two Northampton boys, yeah. Crippers busy weekend. Busy weekend. You cheering for Carlton? I am. I am. I didn't back them last week. I, I just thought oh, I don't know if they can, but their momentum, their steam. Um, mm. You know, uh, well Melbourne that couldn't kick straight again. So it's uh, bad kicking is bad football, Josh. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But I'm. Oh, I think I'm on the on the bagger train now. Yeah. So, yeah. We're yeah. going to have to need everything to go their way. They're taking on Brisbane up there, of course. But uh, and tonight is GWS and Collingwood. The AFL certainly would like the big one, Carlton Collingwood. But uh, I think, uh, well, I'm leaning towards GWS and Brisbane. Really? Yeah. I, 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 GWS are just irrepressible. They, yeah, they, no, they're, they're playing. They're, really? You, you, oh, mate. You, no, but what, what, why? Tell me why. Tell nah, me why I should feel different nah. about GWS. Yeah, it's a good point. No, they, uh, I'm just, they love the six-day break, yeah, the six-day break travel. I know it's a prelim. I know they everything. Yeah, 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 I know. They don't care. I know. It, it adds up, but it adds up. <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> mate, they're, mate, they're flying from Sydney. I know, Melbourne, I know. One hour. I know. You're not doing four hours across the Nullarbor yeah. like you guys did. Six-day break, I just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, yeah. Josh Kennedy says. Uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, look, uh, just, uh, again, that uh, email, thank you. O double C, that's O-C-C-W-A. It would be would be nice if you could pronounce it. O-C-C-W-A. 
Labor Services. Okay, OCCWA. All right. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, leading the way. And you can register at occlabourservices.com.au. Josh Kennedy. Uh, if you're having a dig at someone, um, uh, I'm going to have a dig at my good mate, Lockie Reid. Now, I love Lockie Reid. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to have a dig at Lockie. He won't be awake. He won't be awake at this time. Uh, don't forget, before you dig, lodge a free inquiry online. So, so Lockie um, has pulled out the uh, little ace of the pack yesterday. He's gone to the airport, right, and he's door stopped as we stay with the interview um Alistair Clarkson Clarko's in town Clarko's in town and I'm uh, I'm doing lunch today with Clarko I'm the host of the Carbine Club lunch with Alistair is that, is that why you dressed up today? I'm a little bit more dressed up but I've got to do do a couple of interviews and I've got to do some podcasting and then I've got to go to you're a busy man so Fridays is a busy day <laughs> uh, and I can do some babysitting in between that if, uh, if my daughter gets her weight now <laughs> bottom line is that Clarko's in town as guest of the WA Football Commission and the Carbine Club he was meant to come last year but this this time last year is when the Hawthorne saga blew up yep, and he had to withdraw at the last minute. Damien Hardwick came across in his place and he did all the, the honours. Yep. So Lockie's found Alistair Clarkson at the airport and has done the interview and asked him halfway through, are you here on holiday <laughs> or why are you here? <laughs> what do you mean? Just... Well, like... So you're here on holidays? Um, no, I'm coming across to speak at, a, uh, speak at a function and be a guest of the, the Waffle Grand Final. So um, I was going to the game anyway, so it's good that the curtain raises will have a bit of interest for me. Yeah, so then he... <laughs> so, so... Like I didn't even know that Curtin was playing. No. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. so oh. he didn't know that Daniel Curtin was playing, yet the story was about Daniel Curtin going yes. playing under the nose of the North Melbourne coach, and they've got picked two. Yes. So all of a sudden, that is the story. But Clarko <laughs> is over here, not for holiday, not to watch Daniel Curtin, but as a guest of the WA Footy Commission and the Carbine yeah, Club. Yeah. But it's now the story that he's now going to watch Daniel Curtin. This is what he had to say about Daniel Curtin. He's a talented young lad. There's some, there's some really good kids at the top end of the draft, and we've obviously got pick, um, pick two, so we, we're going to get one of those boys. It's a pity Claremont dropped out of the finals. You know, he's uh, uh, he's been playing for the for the seniors for the for the Claremont Tigers. I've got a great mate of mine, Mark Brayshaw. He's a he's a mad mad Tigers man. So um, we've been watching him with interest. Yeah, but then it went on. Like he said, well, he's playing Colts. And Clarko went, oh, is he? Like it was complete the whole thing. I'm just digging both blokes. It was just such a disjointed conversation, but a good get nonetheless by Lockie. Don't dig blind search before you dig online every time, byda.com.au. Let's get a breakaway. My Cruiser's Friday FOMO offer will be announced today, so stick around to hear it later in the show. Josh Kennedy in the studio. We're going to be dissecting the preliminary finals. We're going to be catching up. With Trent Cooper from the WA Footy Commission about the East Fremantle, your boys against Peel on Sunday. I know. 30, Park. We just want 30,000. We just want 30,000 and one. I know. Bill Monaghan's going to join us. Ibo's in the studio. All that and more still to come. This is Josh and Goss. Andy Marr's also going to join us because he's going to give us the Carlton call. The one-eyed <laughs> Carlton call. The Blues Radio. Good morning. Dan's playing in the Colts grand final on the weekend. Are you here for Sunday he, to see? I didn't. He, the the yeah, Tigers through to the Colts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I'm, I'm going to the game, oh. so um, I'll be able to, I'll be able to watch him hopefully perform really, really well. So you're here on holidays. I reckon on a fine day, come Sunday, thirty thousand is a bloody fine crowd, and that's twice as big as you get at any other venue. And that's massive. If they get thirty thousand, I'll, I'll walk to Melbourne backwards. And nuked. 
can't get 30,000 there. Morning, boys. Oh, the attendance at the last grand final at the Stadium. Subi South was 28,000. Oh, was that really? That's a good call. Oh, truth. Give us a really 28,000 for Subi South. 29,879 at Optus in 2021. Really? Probably should have done some more research. Oh, Eddie. Scotty Cummings with, uh, wow. yeah, he's got a very nervous couple of days ahead of him, but uh, <laughs> fine weather is forecast. Now, mostly sunny, 23 degrees. East Germano, uh breaking into a grand final for the first time in a while. It's 98, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Peel Thunder. Peel Thunder with huge Fremantle support. Did Hayes play in 98? Oh, that's a good Has? question. Hayes? Hayes? <laughs> 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 Look at you throwing the fun. Uh, are you excited about the Sharks? Yes. How good. Shark Park. It's been, um, I suppose, a long time. And, yeah, seeing them uh, be able to get, I suppose, into a grand final is, yeah, it's fantastic for the footy club and obviously doing the big refurb down there. So it's been a bit different for them this year with, with training and, and where they've been out. So. And some creative accounting, clearly. Yes, creative. Yes, of course. <laughs> but, um, no, it was good. And, and obviously... <laughs> Well, Gerald and, and Gina felt that that's our connection with East Fremantle. That's why I was I obviously played there. So it's um it's good to see the Sharks in the grand final. Looking forward to it. Uh, I'm reading this online here uh, in the uh, on the WA Football uh, website. After a quarter of a century on the WAFL umpiring panel, Ruben Garlett will has been named to officiate in his first league grand final on Sunday. In the grand final. Yep, he's a goal umpire. Garlett has been rewarded for an outstanding years as a goal umpire. I felt like I had a good year, but I was competing with some quality umpires. Only a handful of umpires were involved in the grand final every year, let alone a league grand final. Uh, began goal umpiring at Bayswater in 1997. The footy commission put an advertisement in the paper asking for interest in the Academy of Umpiring. I turned up to Kitchener Park in Subi. There's a group of prospective umpires there. A few weeks, so I umpired from 98 to 2003 before taking a break. I returned in 2008, umpiring amateur football in 2011. My second season back, I made my league debut. That is remarkable. 30 years, almost 30 years of umpiring. Yep. And he's going to do the waffle grand final. final. Ruben Garlett. Well done, Ruben. Well Congratulations done. to you. 30,000. Achievable? Well, going off last year, was, was, no, 2021, wasn't it? Yeah. 29,000? Yeah, Subi South. South. I think, and I suppose East Fremantle not winning one since 98. I think there's a there's a big supporter base there, and I feel like Scotty could be doing that walk mm. nude. I, do you want to see him walk backwards nude? Well, like, he can't walk to the car park. He's got gout. <laughs> he's got gout, mate. He's got, he's, he, I don't even know how. He, he says, I'm off to play golf, and you know, he goes, clearly goes around in a buggy. Um, <laughs> look, he, he will be listening because he's a, a stickler for Waking or Gnomes will be listening, his beautiful wife. Um, now, there's a, so yes, the East Shamanal team, thank you. The East Shamanal team from 1998, I think you mentioned, was John Stagg, John Kerr, Scott Spaulding, Carlton, mm-hmm. Michael Collicker, who went on to play for Hawthorne and West Coast. Yes, I played and, with Collier Deeth when I was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? Yeah. Uh, Mad Dog Madigan, in Hawthorne West, uh, mm-hmm. Fremantle. Uh, Marshall Stockton, who I, I still might think he's down at Fremantle in some form as a physio down there. He's been there for years. The late Gary Durkay, Martin Melody, Chris Pobjoy, who crossed over from South Fremantle uh-huh. or vice versa, not too sure. Steve O'Brien, Duke Spaulding, Stephen Bilsich, uh, Clint Kyrie, Damien Condon, whose boy is seven foot one. Don't know <laughs> seven foot one. Really? He's, he's on Collingwood's list as a like a... Uh, like a basketball... Oh, the ca- Category B. What are they called? Well, yeah, category whatever those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And he's also, he's over in the States 
looking like he's going to play some college ball as well. Oh, really? Wow. He's a giant. Lee Willison, who was t- had tried up at Geelong as well. Uh, the ruck was Greg Egan, Adrian Bromwich, who won a Sandover, Wayne Rosa, whose young boy uh, is involved in Speedway, Matt Klukas, who played at the Fremantle Dockers, Justin Sanders, Rhett Bowden, coach was Tony McHale. The West Perth team was Luke Rayner, Ryan Webb, who was at uh, West Coast for a while, Digby Morell, yeah. who played at North Melbourne. Yeah, Dickens. I'll probably dig it. Bullance. Peter Julian, who was West Perth and Subiaco. Brendan Barrows. Bunny Barrows was there. Uh, Claremont. He was on Collingwood's list for a year as well. Yep. Paul Mifka. Darren O'Brien. Kim Rigold. Cal Chambers. Who wow. was at Carlton as well. Played with him as well. Andrew Williams, who went to Collingwood after West Coast. Andrew Williams mm. from Victoria. No. Good player. Mm. Dean Brunton, Christian Kelly, Heath Uni, who was also at West Coast. Troy Wilson, the big cannonball. Big <laughs> Troy. Corey Johnson. Bryce Steele, Brendan Logan, Ronnie Skender. I think Ronnie's on Swans. I can't remember if he's on Swans or West Perth's board. Uh, Neil Milton Hall, Sandover Medalist. Steve Truella, who's at West Coast. And Chris Rigold, JD. John Dimmer was the coach. They were the two teams in those days. Mm. Big crowd, Drew. Uh, don't forget and uh, get along and you can get your tickets or you can just rock up. Hey, after 6.30, we're going to do uh, On This Day. In fact, we'll do On This Day now. We'll do a quick fire version today. On this day, Thank you. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. I was just cruising through that. Thanks to Baron today because the little things are everything. I won't mess about. We'll get it done quickly. Uh, celebrating a birthday today, David Coverdale. Deep Purple. Then he released a solo album called White Snake as well. David Coverdale is 72 today. Debbie Boone is 67. Like Debbie Doon? Boone, or you just don't like my singing? Oh, like, I think I like Debbie, I just don't <laughs> like yours. <laughs> Nick Cave! Who's she singing with? Who's he singing with right there? Reckon there's a voice? Well, I'm not going to be able to get that. Kylie Minogue. Oh, that's a Kylie. There you go. Andre Bocelli, 65. Italian tenor, what a great, uh, great voice, great voice. Uh, Andrea Bocelli is sixty-five. Have you seen him? Because he hasn't seen no. you, mate. Because he. Joan Jett, sixty-three. And I can tell it wouldn't be long if he was with me. Forty-seven today. Brilliant superstar Ronaldo. Craig McRae, Collingwood's coach, uh, celebrates a birthday today. He's 50, celebrates his 50th on preliminary final day, so he'll be a busy boy today. Harry Kuehl is 45. Billy Piper's 41. Cool. 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 
Shepard? No. You've heard of this song? So yes. <laughs> Pretty sure they played the AFL Grand Final one year. 33, Amy Shepherd. She's born in Port uh, Moresby in New Guinea. She celebrates her birthday today. And on this day in 1997, Savage Garden claimed a record 10 ARIA awards. That is on this day for Baron a Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because the little things are everything. The uh, best Australian album, album of the year. Savage Garden, Savage Garden. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that makes it unparalleled. Josh Kennedy's here. So laborservices.com.au. WA's leading hire and recruitment company. If you're looking for a career in construction and mining, and I might be after this, OCCWA leading the way. Register at OCCLabourServices.com.au. Doesn't hurt you to put your uh, your name on the list. And if you're any good, Rocky and JK will say that Goss sent you. Let's do this. <laughs> Sports update time. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Chris Clefunas with a fresh do. Well, he had it done two days ago, but he's embarrassed by it. So he very was a hat. It was very, very What was the hat on? What was the hat on? Oh, just look at it in a hat. <laughs> he had a stupid beanie on all day yesterday, and he couldn't hear anything because he had it over his ears. <laughs> Dude, seriously. We're a communication industry, mate. Now, the other peanut out there, has he got one on today as well? Can, we can hear you. You just whisper into the mic so quietly that it doesn't come well, through. It's on my hand, mate. Yeah, I, I know. No point me talking normally. It's our system. We tried to get it fixed. Don't blame and it the will system. Get fixed. I'm on YouTube. Sports, sports update. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> plenty <laughs> of, plenty <laughs> of footy you, news. He's learning. He's very good at this now. Yeah, plenty of footy news going around the place. Big news is at the Blues, so welcome back Harry Mackay after that concussion and Jack Martin from suspension. They've also recalled defender Jordan Boyd and uh, Ollie Hollands is into the starting Weird. side as well. Four changes to a prelim. Yeah. Weird. Huge. Yeah. Weird. Matt Kennedy, Matt Owies, David Cunningham and Brody Kemp are out. Weird. Yeah, it is. I think Kemp's played nearly every game. It's really strange. That, that, cool. that, yeah, more on that a little bit later when Ibo joins us after. So. Uh, absolutely. Richmond, they've announced that Adam Uze is the club's new senior coach. He becomes the club's 42nd AFL-VFL senior coach. I fear this one. There's been so much hype around him mm. eventually getting a job, and he's he almost got GWS. In fact, he, everyone was reporting that he got it before Kingsley came in over the top. Yeah, He's been reported to be getting other jobs. Yep. Uh, no disrespect, don't know him. Apparently he's very, very good. Very good. Yeah. But it's just got disaster written all over it. The hype is so high. <laughs> Almost can't match expectations nah, at this point. Very tough to fill the boots of Damien Harwick proper. And how about Todd Goldstein? He said that he's going to leave the Kangaroos in a bid to continue to play regular AFL football at another club. He's played 315 games for North since his 2008 debut. It's Hasn't a, named a destination oh, yet. It's not about the rucking, surely. It's not about being a ruckman at that age. No, surely not. How old is Todd? 30, 76. Yeah. <laughs> 35, I think. one year older than Michael Tuck. <laughs> Scotty, could you clear your voice? Like Scott Cummings is in the studio. Very much so. Coffee, mate. It's like he never left. Uh. <laughs> Just coffee all the way. What else you got? Uh, there was basketball last night. I'm just trying to look up uh, Todd Goldstein's age to confirm that Wildcats while we're doing won. this. But Wildcats, Wildcats won, won man. in outstanding conditions uh, last night. What, wait, hang on. Conditions? Conditions? 
Circumstances yes. is the word I meant. I think I read. Play outdoors. I think I read conditions as I was looking up uh, Todd Goldstein's age. Uh, they were trailing by as much as 17 points. Those were the uh, circumstances. They were down by a lot. They lost Bryce Cotton to a bit of a knee injury scare as well. But Jordan Usher was very, very good. 26 points, clutch in the final moments as well. Uh, with uh, less than five minutes on the clock, hit a three-pointer that gave the Wildcats the lead, and they were very, very good. Unfortunately, couldn't catch. Melbourne United for Doesn't the matter. top of the table. The we won every game. That's huge. Uh, yeah, and massive. Brody Kemp's played every game since round 11. Came in 7 and 8 and then has played every game 11 through to the semifinals. Wow. And has been racking up double-figure stats off half-back. And it's bizarre. It's a bizarre decision. I'm, I'm really surprised by Carlton, anyway. Very, very interesting. Oh, by the way, for the uh, Australia's biggest and best range of Wildcats merch, visit catsgear.com.au. Wow. You might be able to find a replica of that gold jacket that you've got from Bryce Cotton. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, seriously. It's one of the great, great disappointments. <laughs> great oh, no, no, it's a great purchase. Yeah. It's a great disappointment. They hate that he hated it. He just hated it. Why are <laughs> you telling me that before I bought it? <laughs> this is my least favourite thing I've ever worn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why he, that's why he sold it to you. I bought the sign retro Bryce Cotton online. The money yeah. goes into the coffers, goes into SEN group coffers. Yeah. I bought it and paid to be at the company, paid overs for it, <laughs> ended up with it. Asked him about it. And he just said, no, it's not one of my favourites. So he should have told me that before I bid up for it. Yeah, he peanut. couldn't wait to get rid of it. Rush into Chemist Warehouse for half-price vitamins and cosmetics. T's and C's apply. And don't forget, double demerits are in effect right now. Uh, a Monday, September 25, they finish. For drink driving, uh, drink and drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light, get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. Trent Cooper's going to join us from the WA Footy Commission talking about Waffle Grand Final. On the back of that, we're going to hear Billy Monaghan as well from Eastern Metal. We've got three doubles to give away to the Waffle Grand Final. Put yourself in the running right now. Ring and register with the boys. 13 12 55. 13 12 55. Ring and register. And on the subject of ringing and registering, if you want to go to the Waffle Grand Final, we've got six tickets to give away. Gates open 9 o'clock. Ticketmaster for tickets or at the gate. It's going to be a beautiful find. Oh, we want 30,000. Got to remind myself to look up whether we won Goss Lotto last night with our syndicate. We bought a couple of tickets. Uh, this is Scotty and Goss with Josh Kennedy in the studio. I reckon on a fine day, come Sunday, 30,000 is a bloody fine crowd, and that's twice as big as you get at any other venue. And that's massive. If they get 30,000, I'll, I'll walk to Melbourne. <laughs> Backwards and nude. Scotty Cummings from earlier in the week. Uh, it's going to be a fine day, and we've already had 22,000 tickets distributed. There'll be seven or 8,000 walk-ups, and people look, put their head out the door on Sunday Just get and go, there. Just get let's there. go to the footy. Just get there. 30,001, I want to see come up on the big screen. So if I can organise that with anyone here at uh, Optus, I've got, I've got the contacts. They can just type that into the machine. That would be fantastic. Uh, let's chat to Trent Cooper, WA Football Commission's coaching specialist and has been part of Channel 7's footy coverage as well, Talent Pathways. And he's across the WAFL Grand Final. Just a quick chat before we speak to Billy Monaghan. Hey, Coots, appreciate your time, mate. 30,000. Can we just organise something, please? Yep, there's the phone system, stock standard for a Friday morning. Uh, don't forget, we've got three doubles to go away. If you want to go to the grand final, give us a call, 13 12 55 is. Uh, grand final, we had this discussion as well. Grand final being played at Optus Stadium yep. as opposed to a suburban ground, yeah. which is where it was last year. There are some players which would be champing at the bit to get on Optus Stadium, and yep. there's the 11 or 12 Dockers players who have been here before. Yeah, well, uh, what are you talking about? A bit of an advantage, maybe? Is that what you're saying? Uh, it's the, just the idea of playing, you know, 30,000 at a big stadium yeah. like this or of, you know, 12,000 at Leadable Oval. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. for the playing group. Yeah, it's, I think well, grand final is going to be big anyway, regardless. So I don't know if it plays in the players' minds too much, but yeah, playing at Optus. Uh, I agree. 
I agree. Great venue. About one of the best venues. Uh, let's go to Trent Cooper, who's uh, online now. Hey, Coops, gave you the huge pump up, mate. Uh, we need 30,001 <laughs> to come on Sunday. 30,001 for obvious reasons. Yeah, definitely. I've I, Backwards to Melbourne, I, I pl- played with Scotty, and I seemed to have pre-season <laughs> when he was fit. I wouldn't back him to get the crown from off the Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, so, and he's got I gout, really he's got gout as well, Coops. He's got gout, so he's not moving at all well. Uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah a big statement that he uh, I think he played it to regret. <laughs> hey, mate, big game Sunday, isn't it? I mean, Eastern Man will be absolutely just licking their lips to get there, and uh, they've had that week off. And then you've got that sort of Fremantle influence. We had Jeff Valentine in the studio yesterday, and he's uh, loving the, the the focus of the Fremantle Dockers listed players. He said no one has taken their eye off the ball, even though the Dockers are out of AFL action. No, and when you've got the likes of Blair Bell on your side, who's just such a pure. Peel Thunder people and they're passionate and, and Jeff's passionate himself, so that brings those boys along for the ride. And then you, and Nathan Wilson and Travis Collier, obviously just been recently delisted, but both really high character people and they'll be keen to perform. So yeah, it's going to be a cracking game, that's for sure. G'day, Trent. Hey, Josh Kennedy here, mate. Hey, um, Marsh out. Do you think that's a big factor in this game? Yeah, I don't think it's as, like John Marsh is a fantastic player and he can have a huge influence on the game, but I don't think it's as big as influence as what people may think, purely for the fact that the re- likely replacement is going to be Dylan O'Reilly, who is, but was in great form be- before he came out with a hamstring injury. He wasn't going to be able to get back into the side, it looked like, and he's the player in a final, uh, just have that tall option down the line and in the Ford 50. Sometimes in the finals, you just need to get the ball forward and against people, that's pretty dangerous because Joel Hamling, he took nine marks last week and a lot of intercepts, but Dylan O'Reilly can stop that happening and hopefully hit the scoreboard as well. So it won't be as big of an influence on the result, I think, as what a lot of people may think. Yeah, look, Eastern Mount have had the week off. Uh, good, bad or indifferent? It's the two weeks off that's a slight concern. One week off's great, particularly for the athletes that aren't fully professional. Um, they get that recovery in, but they're a seasoned team. They're a really high-powered running side. So people talk about the advantage that the, the Freo players have got being full-time athletes, but I think Easter Mantle are the side that have got as much running power as Peel and more than any other team in the competition. So the week off, fresh them up. There are a few older bodies there that'll appreciate that break, uh, and they'll be looking forward to getting on top of the surface at Optus on so, Sunday. So who's your pick? Who's your pick for the big dance? Yeah, I'm going I'm going with Easter Mantle. I've, I was really strong on them all the way through the year or from halfway through the year and I've sort of weakened a little bit because Peel's form has been so good but I think they've got the running power to match Peel and they've got the goal kickers in front of the ball um, and their back line's really solid as well so they've been relatively unchanged, they've had three players come back in, Milan Murdoch missed the last part of the year but he's come back in, he's in red hot form and yeah, I'm going to lean, lean to East Randall just by, by six points all righty. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you one other. We, we know that Alistair Clarkson is the guest of the Footy Commission and also the Carbine Club lunch today. Uh, he uh, he wasn't aware that Daniel Curtin is playing for Claremont in the Colts grand final, and he'll get a good look at that because it goes reserves between Swans and West Perth first at 9.20. The Colts are second, Claremont versus Perth at 12.10, and then the league grand final. Daniel Curtin's going to command a lot of attention from AFL scouts tomorrow, in particular North Melbourne. 
yeah, no, I did see that interview. And look, yeah, looking forward to Shadow Plains. It's not always easy coming back from Lake Footy to Colts Footy. It'll be interesting to see where Ash Clancy uses him, if he uses him down back to start or straight on ball. Um, but, yeah, he's a ripper, Dan. He's, he's really composed. He'll be really keen. Um, you know, a lot of good mates on the Colts side to have a, have a big one for them. And it should be a, a great contest. And, um yeah, we're really looking forward to that. And yeah, like I said, there'll be a lot of scouts out there watching. Um, and you know, West Coast, do they do they split their picks and maybe no. get Dan Curtin a bit lower? No. Another good player. No. Or, or they stay. No. They stay with Harley Reid. You're going with Harley Reid. A three-year deal, mate. It's a three-year deal now. That's changed. I think that's changed the landscape considerably. Now they yeah, have to. No, uh, I'm biased. I've worked with Dan Curtin. I love him. I reckon uh, if you get him in another one, you'd be seriously considering that. But uh, only time will tell. We'll have to have this conversation over a beer in 10 years' time and work out who was right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Coops. Hey, Coops, just a quick one. You've got a winner for Gloucester Park tonight for our listeners. We do know you love your trots. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to the Carbine Club lunch and then heading down to Gloucester Park. So oh, uh, Al Capone, I'm not sure what race it is. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going from the lunch to the trots. You're not on air anywhere, are you, tonight? I am on air. I am oh. on air. So I'll, be very quiet. I'll be very quiet at the lunch. Very quiet at the lunch. Uh, <laughs> Cap- distance from the height of Gloucester Park. It is. Al Capone, it is. Yeah, race. Uh, I'm not sure what race. It was number two in, in one of the middle races. Okay, the pink and About black. Uh, pink, pink, uh, who, who's yep. got Al Capone? Pink and black checks? Kevin Keyes? Yeah, Kevin Keyes, correct. Good on you. All righty. Appreciate your time, Coops. Always very good. See you at the lunch. No worries. See you then. Bye. <laughs> Billy Monaghan, Eastern Mantle coach, joins us right now. Billy, congratulations on getting there, mate. Remarkable achievement. You said about this. You made some wholesale changes over the journey. You shaped this team to get into a grand final, and you've done so. You must be pretty pleased with the way it's gone. Yeah, look, it's been a bit of a journey. Um, a few ups and downs, but probably the last two, two and a half um, seasons, the boys have really knuckled down and played some super footy, so you know they thoroughly deserve their chance. Um, you know the work they do is is outstanding, and and sometimes we forget about you know, how hard it is to be a waffle player and and put out the performances like they do. Yeah, mate. Look, it's been a bit of an unsettling year, of course. You're East Ramal, and then you're at the Wacker, and then so no one knew with the development, and it was all a bit all, bit all over the place. And then you get the news of the last couple of weeks. There's a bit of a an inquiry into the the, the creative um, accounting. What how does that uh, change or how does that focus interfere with the playing group? How, have you had to be on them to say, hey, forget about what's happening at training, where we're playing and what's happening with the dollars and cents, just concentrate? How's that been for you as a coach? Yeah, it's been pretty easy, actually. We we sat down, you know, probably 18 months ago when we were, you know, all over the place last year. And the advantage of 2022 was we did train a fair bit at East from Oval, even though there were some other things going on and... Then this year, it's probably been eight, nine, ten different venues. I think, I mean, we're training at Optus tonight, which is fantastic. This is our fourth training venue in the final series alone. So um, we could cry about it or we could laugh about it, and we decided to laugh about it and, and move on. And, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a running joke within the group. And, you know, we get changed out in the rain and we get kicked off here and we get kicked <laughs> off there. And then we had to go and even train at Fremantle Oval, which, is, you know, it was shared once upon a time many moons ago but there's a lot of East Fremantle people that were a little unhappy. We played a home game there and we even used their change rooms and there were some funny <laughs> smells around there. <laughs> yeah. Hey Bill, hey Josh Kennedy here mate. Hey, uh, congratulations on Coach of the Year. Well yes. done on that. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So, um, Billy Monaghan, Subiaco's finest. And, <laughs> and I was getting the Sharks in the grand final. Hey, um, Peel's dangers, what are, what are they and what, what will you be looking out for this, this weekend? 
Yeah, look, they're, they're really um, strong bodies through the midfield, um, and, and they've got a fair bit of running power on the outside. Um, but last week, in particular, against Subi, and, and Subi are yeah, traditionally a long-ticking um, surge-type side. They they just took mark after mark in the in the back half. Um, I think it was something like 27 or 28 um, marks from opposition kicks, um, which whether that number's big or not, Subi only took about 50 or 60 marks. So. Um, um, so they were really, really strong peel behind the ball, and then they've got a little bit of X factor up forward. Um, you know, Emmett's been in really good form at AFL level. Corbett's played a fair bit of AFL footy, and then you know their, their local kids in in Bell, um, Middleton, and Sears have been really hitting the scoreboard of late. So. Look, you don't get to the grand final without a lot of strengths. Um, one of our jobs is to find some chinks in their armour and, and we think, you know, there's a lot of things that we do well that will test them and, and that's going to be important as well. It is. The vibe around is going to be a massive day. It's Sunday. It's going to be terrific weather. I think there's six different teams in the in the full grand finals out of at three levels. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. You're going to have a, a lot of people cheering for you, Billy. Um, there's going to be a, a, a big anti-Fremantle Dockers sentiment, I reckon, towards <laughs> East Fremantle. You're going to ride on the back of that? Oh, look, we're, the players are excited. The, you know, we don't get to go to the big stadiums, and whilst it might only be half full at 30,000, you know, that's that's a big day um, for guys who, who play at this level. Um, so we're really excited to get on Optus. Um, everyone who wants to support us, get on. There's rumours going around, gosh, that you're going to wear a blue and white scarf. Um, remember we were at the 200 <laughs> Club and I took a photo of your, your business card? Yes. It's payback time. You are coming with a blue and white scarf 100%. On. Was, uh, 100%. 100%. 100% Bill. We're going back, oh, guys, got to stick together. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't know about JK. There's rumours he's wearing his um, GNFL medallion to the game. Um, <laughs> and, and, and he's on scoreboard duty. Yeah, right? right, 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 only not him colours. <laughs> And he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna bring the young, uh, the young bloke who was on the scoreboard up there at, yes. uh, in the GNFL grand final. He'll be there. Hey, mate, we're cheering for you. Uh, couldn't happen to a better bloke in football. Really keen for for you to get this. So this has been a, a big build in the process. You ruffled a few feathers when you arrived at Eastern Mantle, but you you won win away from reaping the benefits. And uh, good luck, mate, on Sunday. And we'll see you at the lunch today. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Good morning, well. the coach of East Fremantle. Get along to the game. You can get your tickets from Ticketmaster or again, show up at the gate. It's going to be a bumper crowd. 30,001. We cannot <laughs> wait. Garrett Gibbonson in after the 7 o'clock news. And don't forget, head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day for half-price vitamins and cosmetics. T's and C's apply. Uh, Loop Logics give us the news, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com. Now, we're talking footy with Garrick Ibbotson. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialists. And he's got a foot in both camps in the WAFL Grand Final. We'll get to that in a moment. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialists. Just to remind you, the My Cruisers Friday FOMO offer is going to be announced shortly, so stick around to hear it later in the show. The My Cruisers Friday FOMO offer, it is big. Let me tell you, as we welcome Garrick Ibbotson to the studio. Ibbo, good morning. Morning. Uh, mate, you've got a special day uh, there at Fleet Network here. Um, is it sort of like a, you know how you... You're moving out of a house, your house party where you smash all the walls down and you rip all the sort of <laughs> the awnings off the noise. Are you doing that today? Not quite. Not a demolition party, but That's a bit it. of a um, almost a farewell party for the old office in Osmond Park. I was oh, drove nice. past it yesterday. Send off. Did over, you? Over that way yesterday. Didn't want to pop in? I couldn't get a park. That's not true. No, I couldn't get a park. Just park in the driveway. 
Oh, well done. You've got those people next to you. They get very nasty. <laughs> they they yeah. You they won't don't be like missing them. In their spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're moving to the city, which I know you've got, we've got a very, very, very big announcement uh, and a big special day uh, coming up. And um, you've got special guest speakers and all sorts of stuff happening. It's just so pay-wise... And Fleet Network are joining forces to have a very salubrious of this too, let me tell you. Yeah, we're going into the same office in the city, so we're going to end up, um, yeah, from two separate places, ending up in the same one nice place in the city. So no, no, oh, chance, no chance Agostino is going to move the Paywise crew out to Aussie Park? No, nah, there's not enough room there, unfortunately. Otherwise, we would have stayed. <laughs> Looking forward to get the fighting over parking at the new building. <laughs> not happy with the parking, are you? I'm parking. I'm a parking Nazi. If I can't get parking... No, I, no stay. Really? I just keep driving. And I ring whoever I'm hosting and say, so I can't do your <laughs> event. I can't do your event. I have to have a park. Got to have a park. Uh, have you got one at the height today? Uh, nah, park on the street because I'm always there a bit early. But uh, like Crown, uh, Valet Park, you know, and the Valet guy comes out. Valet? And, yeah, the Valet comes out. Valet. Yeah, the Valet comes out. and get, well, Because, mate, I'm not going to park over, you know, you know, out in the Great Unwashed I'm area. famous. Correct. Thank you very much. <laughs> what happens if you go overseas or something? Royalty. Happy to walk around there? Overseas? Yeah. I don't go, mate. Don't you? No. If I can see it on the internet, I'm not travelling. Really? Yeah, I'll Google. <laughs> I went to the Coliseum, one of the great disappointments of all time. You're kidding. Like nah, mate. It's run down, mate. Needs a good spruce up. Needs a bit of gardening. It's a bit of tidy up. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to Italy? Yes. Liked it? You loved it. You been to Italy? I have. Liked it? Didn't love it. No. Hey, yeah. Finally got you to yeah. agree with me. Nah, I'm not a fan. Sicily, beautiful. Is it? Wouldn't know the difference. Sicily. <laughs> is Milan in? Is Milan in? Is yeah, it's up top. It's yeah. the top end. No interest. Rome. <laughs> Spain, I liked. I like Barcelona. I like Spain because they shut things down for three hours. Everyone goes to sleep. Mm. Siesta. <laughs> yeah. Perfect for you, isn't it? <laughs> Just lay down and just uh, think about what I'm going to do next. Hey, are you got a foot in both camps in the Waffle Grand Final on Sunday? I do. Peel Thunder Premiership player, but East Fremantle born and bred. Mm. Where's your heart sit right now? Uh, be honest. It's probably with East Fremantle, to be yes. honest, um, <laughs> which is hard to say because I did spend a bit of time at Peel and play some games there in um, Premiership 2017. But I, I played all my juniors there, played with Josh at East Fremantle, um, I still live in the area, the ground's around the corner, so mm. it's probably east from Randall still for me. Going to be huge. Going to be huge here. We're anticipating fine weather, 30,000. Scotty Cummings uh, has got a bit of work to do. 30,001 uh, yeah. will be okay. All I want is the, I'm going to I'm going to make a contact with the ground people here on Sunday. All I want them to do is type in 30,001 and put it on the Surely you can get that up. Yeah. Just put it up on it so everyone can take a photo of it. <laughs> put it up on the screen and just to confirm it and send it because he won't be there because he won't be wanting to swell the crowd whatsoever. Should just get a sponsor, get someone to just buy tickets, <laughs> just buy five thousand tickets. <laughs> There's a few listeners have said that Johnny from Woodvale. He's just said he's going. He's, he's going to buy thirty for every uh, Malici member of the Malici family and not show up because <laughs> it doesn't really matter who goes through the gates. Who do you expect to win? Have you across it enough? Um, 11 Dockers players, and they've all got some pretty good form, and they've all had a taste of the AFL. Wagner is a significant player to have at Fremantle. Hamling's been very good in the last couple of months. Yeah, Marsh coming out is probably the big one for East Fremantle as well. Um, even just for their own confidence. Like, to go into a grand final, they haven't really been there for a while. And going up against a side like Pill Thunder with their AFL-listed players, losing your, your big key forward, oh, that's a bit of an issue. But um, I'm hopeful, but... Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if you want to go to the WAFL Grand Final, we've got double passes to give away. 13 12 55. Give us a call. Toolkit Depot open line. Give me fine weather. So it goes reserves first. Then it's, I think it's West Perth Swans. Then it goes Colts, Claremont, Perth. Daniel Curtin plays in that game. And then the big one between East Fremantle and Peel Thunder. If you want to go, 13 12 55. We've got some double passes to give away courtesy of the WA Football Commission. And if you uh, aren't sure, you can just show up at the gate and get those tickets as well or go to Ticketmaster to guarantee your seat. And that raises the question. We had this discussion briefly off air and we had this discussion uh, with JK and had it with Scotty. Suburban ground, twelve to 14,000, let's just say around numbers, or 30,000 at Optus? What would you like as a player? Um, 12,000 might be a touch low, but I reckon if you could get 15 to 18 into a waffle ground, as a player, I think the atmosphere is far greater. Where do you sit? You sit what do you mean? Well, if you have it at Fremantle Over, where do you sit? On the concrete. So you pay top dollar to sit on a piece of concrete next to Joe Average, some random person. Just stand. Yeah, because you're stand. there to watch your team play. You're not there for the creature comforts like you are, obviously. Valet parking and... <laughs> <laughs> if you're there to watch your team play, I think you want to be part of a, a pretty strong atmosphere. So you can just jam, so jam everyone in. Pack them in. Pack them in rather than That's... having the open space. Well, you've been to, say, like an East Freo, South Freo derby at yes. Freo Oval. Yes. It's pretty good, isn't it? If you shifted yes. it from South Freo or East Freo Oval to Optus Stadium, it wouldn't be the same, would it? If you've got Optus Stadium, arguably one of the best stadiums in the world, yep. world, and you're a young footballer and you're a footy fan and you don't come to an Eagles and Dockers games and you get the opportunity of paying your 20 bucks and coming and sitting at that stadium, you take it every day of the week. As a player? As a, as a viewer, as a player. The players, mate. You imagine some of these Eastern Mantle guys, they're not going to, I mean, they're training on it tonight, I think. They're mm. training on it, both having a training run. It's huge opportunity for them to get on this stadium. You guys have, yeah. you've had the opportunity. Yeah. Did you play here? No, I didn't. But you've played on it because you played on the father, son, the family. Have you played in that game yet? The no. Dockers washed up. Players? No, I've never played here. You've never been on the ground? <laughs> well, I've been on the ground, but I've never played there. JK? Have I played there? Yes. <laughs> but just, just as an atmosphere. I know it's different, Eagles. Yeah. I get all that in AFL and versus WAFL. But as a young player, you'd be absolutely pumping to get out on there. Oh, yeah, of course. If you haven't, yeah, definitely if you haven't played there, you'd probably go there and watch footy. So, yeah, being able to get out on Opus and play. But, yeah, you probably need that 30,000 plus, you know, for that atmosphere. But you don't want to restrict people from coming to Waffle Grand Final as well. So, yeah. you know, 18,000 and, you know, I think they've sold, already sold 22,000, isn't it? 22,000 have been distributed. They'll get five or 6,000 walk-ups because the, the, mm. the walk-ups is key because people stick their head out on Sunday morning going, oh, we're going to go, and it's not raining. If it's blue sky, they'll come. They'll come in huge numbers, Eastern Mantle fans. And there's a huge Fremantle Dockers influence on this team. And if Fremantle Dockers fans who have been starved of final action and probably won't see any for about five or six more years. I saw you sh- winking. They, <laughs> <laughs> I can see you winking. <laughs> they should be coming to the game. Hey, boys, uh, let's tackle, uh, tackle a couple of other issues. So... Um, Adam Uze has finally got a coaching gig, uh, the major coaching gig. He's been around the AFL circles for a while. Just missed GWS. He gets Richmond. Uh, thoughts? Um, yeah, great. He's been spoken about for a long time. He's always sort of been that one, one or two, second or third position, just always missed out for the last few years. And to see him get a go, he's obviously good enough. It's just been pipped by a few different people GWS role. He talked about it at Essendon. Hasn't quite been able to get one, and now he's got it. Fantastic for him. Hopefully he goes well. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's part of the Hawthorne 
kind of mix of assistant coaches. So he was the yeah. Alistair Clarks. So he's from the academy. That's when they beat us, yeah. He's from the academy. Yeah. He's like, there's been so many have come in. Now, when I'm speaking with Clarko today, I'm going to talk about Alan Uze with him today at yep. getting the gig. So it is a remarkable the amount of assistant coaches that have come through that group that have yep. gone on to coach. Right. Oh, amazing, yeah. And yeah, I suppose for um, Uze coming in, like Richmond's kind of list, like, where do you think it is, boys, like going down, coming up? Is it, you said it was in a window off air, Ross. I still reckon their their best is competitive, mm. like like genuinely competitive, but the tipping point is coming. It, it could it could yeah. go horribly wrong, and whether Uze has They've to wear that. They've got to give that, time, but surely. Well, yeah, but is it a five-year? I mean, they, they're going to do they bottom out completely and go again? They've still yeah. got the core nucleus of six or seven absolute elite players, which a lot of clubs don't have. Mm. They've got seven or eight real good superstars. Yeah, I think the hard thing with Richmond is you compare them to when they're winning those three premierships. So you think, oh, they're yeah. not playing like they were back not then, so ago. they're out of the window. But th- they have got some really good players. We spoke before about some of their real top-end talent. They've got it there. It's just whether they can get the, the middle tier to to get up and yeah. make themselves competitive again. Andrew McWalter, so Mini McWalter, who was there under Damien Hardwick, so probably the last five weeks probably hurt him. Lost by 32, lost by 55, lost by 36. They beat North Melbourne, would be due by 29, and they lost by 31. Mm. Losing for the last five, probably at that time when the decision's being made, probably thought, mm, maybe it's time for a new voice. What would he do now? He has to leave, surely. You get beaten. Unless Uze says, no, mate, you, I need to be there. But if McWalter does have aspirations, he's got to go to another club. Well, yeah, that's it. He's had, I suppose, had that taste. And if he's looking to, I suppose, become a head coach one day. Um, but I don't know. He's He's been there. He's the group. Uh, I don't know. You think he'd stay. But I suppose if you're looking for that um, head coaching role, you'd probably, yeah, probably will move on. Why, why does he need to leave Richmond to get a head coaching role somewhere else? Um... Because I just said, well, he's not going to get the job at Richmond, is he? No, but he may not get the job at Richmond, but it doesn't mean that he has to leave now to make sure that he gets a head coaching role somewhere else. Oh, he'll still just... be an assistant coach, and when a job comes up, put his hand up for it, and he'd still be considered exactly the same, wouldn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. I think just a different perspective. Needs to see different a different uh, landscape and a different way of the workings. Now, that could be a couple of ways. That could go to... Continue to work with who you know, so he could easily go to um, Gold Coast and work with Damien Hardwick, who's clearly in his corner. He could go to St Kilda, uh, work under Ross Lyon, who we know is you know allegedly a super coach, or he could go to North Melbourne, who have made some changes to their coaching staff. Well, if he goes and again to... with the, with Clarkson, who he worked with at Hawthorne. Well, if he goes to Gold Coast, he's not getting that role for five years. Damien Hardwick's there, so he's not going to get that. Richmond's, I mean, St Kilda's probably the same. Yeah. Hawthorne, I mean, North Melbourne's probably not a bad discussion, I yeah. guess, because you can go in there and be an assistant and then potentially be head coach in a few years' time. But mm. I'd be working with Clarkson. If Clarkson said to me, and he hasn't been with Clarkson before, but with Clarkson's factory, if you really want to get better, clearly working with him would be... Mm. A, so it'd be interesting mm. to see where he goes. Um, I'm concerned about Carlton's making four changes and whether that's four or three and one goes in a sub. But Brody Kemp's played every game since round 11. And I think he's been important to them, but they've made four changes. Would you be concerned about changes like those? And they've not been forced. They've just... Yeah, been admitted, yeah. Yeah, been admitted. Yeah. Well, they've got... They had to make room, obviously, for Jack Martin and Mackay, Mackay. I'm guessing, if they're going to play him. But um, to make... Like, two or three changes is enough. But four is a lot going into a big final against... Well, Kennedy went in and back out, didn't he? Yeah, back in. in. Yeah. Yeah, come on, injury. So yeah, so he could be the sub, but mm. Kemp gives you some size down back. 
because he's a running defender. Owies is a bit stiff, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But, but I think Motlop's forced Owies out, so Motlop's stepped up and probably overlapped him. So if they weren't going to keep a small forward in, he probably keeps his spot there. Mm. I'm just, uh, he's still uh, been kicking a couple of goals every game, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's a good player. He's yeah. a good player. Um, this is a text. Thank you. I'm listening from the East uh, on the text, uh, 0487 736 736. Listening from the East, I'm guessing the Wacker isn't available because of cricket. It's perfect size for the Doha AFL Grand Final. Yeah, but it's also under development. For those who don't know, it's been mm. knocked over. So, uh, yeah. Uh, did Kaczynski requesting a trade to the Tigers um, yesterday? Let the cat out of the bag. That Uze, uh, be, he worked with Uze for a year at the Hawks. Um, it's an amazing this time of year where players get inflated value. Ben Mackay has picked Essendon, allegedly. Ben Mackay. He's going to get $800,000 a year. He wouldn't know how to win a game of football. <laughs> He, he's on oh, no disrespect, but yeah. mate, seriously, some of the this time of year, some of the blokes, uh, Brandon Thatcher, whatever his name is, Asava Radagalia, these blokes are now commanding huge coin. It is incredible. Jordan Sweet from the Bulldogs. Yeah, new pay deal, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, is that is that that's why it's so much? It's probably all. Still massive. Back ben McCoy's on 800,000. Ben McCoy, Yeah, but Josh. doesn't that do it? The average jumps up. I <laughs> know. Oh, the average jumped up nearly 200 grand or something, didn't it? 590,000 or something it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bemoaning that, that they're getting good money, but mm. I'm just trying to work out Ben yeah. McCoy. I've gone through his record. He's played in seven winning games in his career, I think. Really? Yeah. He's not very good. Get one goal. In his career, I know he plays down back, but yeah. he does have the facility and the capability of going forward if needed. Mm. Where would you play the ruckman? Where would you get Todd Goldstein if you were a club? Would you find any merit in getting Todd Goldstein at forty-seven years of age? <laughs> he does get a lot of the ball. He rucks. He gets a lot of ball going your way. Yeah, but, he does. But but a ruck tap's inflated. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. At his age, it's always a hard one because what are you bringing him for? One. One year, maybe. It'd be yeah. a coaching. Sure. You'd, be, coaching. you'd be getting, you'd, yeah. It's a Sam Mitchell move. A year coaching. If things don't work out next year, just slip straight into that coaching role. It'd have to be like a, a plug and play. If you had a ruckman that got injured for a year and you go, we're in a window, we just need someone now. That'd be the only real mm. reason I think you could get mm. someone like him over. Oh, he's been a fantastic player, don't get me wrong. But mm. it gets to a point where is it detrimental to bring someone in for one year when you're trying to be better off getting a young ruckman and try and get them sorted? For the long term, no chance West Coast take him. Nah, I don't know. Oh, nah, I don't think so. No, nah. not in the rebuild. No way. Don't want to get a forty-seven-year-old. <laughs> How old is he? He's not. <laughs> no, he's thirty-four, I think. He's a couple of years younger than me. Thirty-five. Thirty a year younger than me. He's not old. He's only thirty-six. Yeah. Have you thought about coming back? Coming back? Yeah. No. no. Yeah, Ibo, How old are you? Thirty-five. <laughs> Still some hope. Brisbane VGWS tonight, 5.50, and you'll hear it here. Uh, Carlton and Brisbane, um, we're here for OCCWA, of course, OCC Labour Hire, OCCLabourHireServices.com.au, uh, WA's leading labour hire and, and recruitment company if you're looking for a career in construction and mining. Don't forget, escape to Japan with My Cruises for 13 days. Quote footy 100 for an SEN exclusive offer. Visit MyCruises.com.au. Boys, the sure thing of the Round the sure thing of the round. It doesn't have to be AFL. I'm happy to take a take, take something else. Sure thing of the round. Uh, I was just going to go Dacos. 
15 touches plus. Sure thing. 15? 15? <laughs> yep. which, which day, guys? <laughs> oh, Peter? <laughs> 15? Sure thing. It's a sure thing. That would be, oh, no disrespect, that'd be paying one dollar and one cent if you were to have a bet. Yeah, well, it's a sure thing. <laughs> oh, yes, you captain safety. <laughs> what do you got, Dibbo? Sure thing. Uh... My sure thing, there's going to be more than 30,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think well and truly, especially Ace Fremantle haven't been in it for so long. Correct. I and think the Fremantle knockers influence. Fremantle fans. Left, right centre. Yeah. Everywhere. Yep. Totally agree. Back, back, right there. Yeah, can't wait for that. Let's get a breakaway and come back. We've got our snap judgment. We're going to uh, speak with Andy Ma. Why? Because Andy Ma did this on Blues Radio last week, commentating the Blues. Uh, to think he was one-eyed? <laughs> <laughs> Have a listen, you be the judge. To Cody! Hope oh, this goes for him! And is out! Off the ground! It's a bloody goal! Get the price yeah. on the board! Oh. Oh, How Kenny. long now? 11-10! <laughs> it's got to be ours! They can't get they it down can't there! They can't beat it down they in can't. seven! You've got to stop him! Got to You've got to stop him! Come on, my mom! He's got... Yeah! 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 Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? After the 7.30 news, thanks to Loop Logic, Andy Marr's going to join us. This is Scott Engos for Fleet Network with Josh Kennedy and Gary Gibson. We're talking AFL finals. Ladbrokes, Tommy Hackett will also join us. Loop Logic's the Swiss Army knife of construction management. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken. Ladbroken. Download the Ladbrokes app today. All right, it's down to four and it all starts tonight. Tommy Hacker from Ladbrokes. All right, Tommy, head to head. Give us the markets. Yeah, it's Collingwood that are the favourites here, but there has been support for the Giants as well. So Collingwood are $1.55, the Giants into $2.55. Giants do hold the, the majority of the hole, but there's been a lot of individual bets on the Giants. I think punters getting involved in this narrative, and, you know, punters like to bet against Collingwood if you're not a Collingwood supporter. So of the uh, all the outsiders in the four prelim finals this weekend, it's the Giants that have been the best back. Wow, all righty. Uh, what other markets you got for us, mate? Well, have you got a multi? You're the multi-king. Yeah, I think this is a nice little game for a, a, a same-game multi as well. We've got same-game multi available on all the games in the final. Sorry, I, I just mentioned the, the Lions market as well. They are the clear favourites to beat Carlton. They are a dollar thirty. Carlton now out to $3.05. They've been pretty well backed across the week, uh, the, the Brisbane Lions. But for Collingwood GWS, for my same game multi, I do like Collingwood. I think Collingwood will win. I think they can cover the line, giving away a 10.5-point start. I, look, I like Nick Dacos to have 25 or more disposals in his return. I like Josh Kelly to have 25 or more disposals. I like Jamie Elliott, Elliott to kick two or more goals. They'll get you $5.18. Now, Tommy, uh, Josh Kennedy, uh, West Coast finest, former Carlton superstar, uh, is in the studio with Gary Gibbetson, 177 games. We threw out, what's your sort of like your, your sure thing? He threw out Josh Dacos, oh, sorry, Nick Dacos to have 15 possessions. It's a sure thing. Oh. It's well, a sure well, thing. I think that is a fair enough sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> saying saying it, Tommy. So I think that's a fair enough. To what price is that again? What price is that, Tommy? Dollar one? I'll just I'll just confirm that it is exactly a dollar one, but it is definitely in that realm. It, 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 you might get a dollar two if we're being generous. There you go. No, I can officially <laughs> confirm that it, it, it is a dollar one. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dead feet. Sure thing. You are a dead bet. Hey, mate, and just quickly, can you just give us the NRL markets too, the head-to-head, please? Yeah, dominant favourites in both games. Penrith Panthers $1.18, Melbourne Storm $5, Brisbane Broncos $1.26, 
the New Zealand Warriors, $3.90. Both favourites have been very well backed in the NRL. A lot of multis with the two of them put together. And the Waffle Grand final market, which you've got wrong? Yeah, we've got wrong. Hasn't moved. I thought that my, I spoke to the traders and said, "Gosh, this 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 one's completely wrong." But it's stuck as as it was, wow. and yeah, you think we've got it around the wrong way? Yeah, Peel Thunder two ten, I think it is, and Nisha Mantle dollar seventy odd. I can't believe that. I Has think. it moved? Has yeah, it moved? That despite is... Goss's, uh, despite your uh, disappointment. Yeah, well, mate, we'll just keep on piling on. Don't worry about that. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. Thanks, boys. Have a great weekend. That odds update thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to America's biggest footy game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at a Beaumont's before November 12. There's a Beaumont Tiles in Joondalup and Mandra as well. And you're in with a chance T's and C's apply. Been to America? Yes. Enjoy that? Yeah. Better in America? Yeah. Enjoy that? Better than Google. Nah, better than Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree with really? that. Really? Nah, I'm going to say Italy. Better. Yeah, mate, it, Google doesn't cost you anything, mate. Google.com, <laughs> type in the Coliseum. <laughs> hey, Damien Hardwick, uh, these are the coaches under Clarko. Damien Hardwick, Todd Viney, Leon Cameron, Adam Simpson, Luke Beveridge, John Barker, Brennan Bolton, Chris Fagan, Brett Ratton, Sam Mitchell, Craig McRae, Adam Uze, Scott Burns. Pretty good lineup, isn't it? It's not bad. It's not a bad list. It's a very good list. Hey, let's get a breakaway and come back, boys, because Andy Ma, he's going to be very excited. Co-host of The Run Home on 1116 SEN, host of The Front Bar, Blues Radio. Don't forget, it is all happening tomorrow, 3.15 at the Gabba, and then tonight you'll hear it all on the SEN network. And double demerits are in effect right now until midnight Monday for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detected while driving. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. It just gets better every time I see it and watch it. Uh, and all his credibility has gone out the window. He's one of the all-time good fellas. He's one of the best in the business. Andy Ma, co-host of The Run Home on 1116 SEN, host of The Front Bar, which is the, my favourite uh, TV show, no doubt about that. And he was in the box with Mark McClure and Wayne Johnston, the dominator, last week. Andy, seriously? Uh, oh, mate, please. Oh, gosh, why are you doing this to me, mate? <laughs> the, only, the only thing that would have made that better, the only thing that would have made it better was if Josh Kennedy was still at full forward. <laughs> that would have been the only thing that would make it better. Uh, How did you go? Seriously, mate. Because I've heard people say, mate, he was just in a different world and he was completely transfixed on what was going and you went straight into complete blues, nuffy mode. Or some said you may have put some mayonnaise on it. No, there's no mayonnaise. I look back at that. I look back at the videos that the, the SEN's been putting out and it's it's... It's embarrassing. It's it's like an out of body experience. I don't know. I don't recognise that person. But uh, it's what a joy, right? Like you can you get you get paid to get the best seat in the joint um, to watch your team win a couple of you know nail biters, and you've got the license to just be a complete fool for a couple of hours, and uh, that comes pretty naturally to me. So it's been uh, it's been great fun. And you're going on to that point there where you said you get paid to have the best seat in the house and watch your team perform well in finals. <laughs> if you had a preference, and let's jump to next week, say Carlton get into the grand final, what would be your ideal way of watching the game? Would you prefer to sit at home on your own 
in complete silence and watch it or be sitting at the ground, <laughs> not working, or in the commentary going nuts for everyone good to watch? Question, good question, Good question. It's a very good question. Um, the older I get, Gary, the more uh, inclined I am to watch it at home. I do like the like just to sit there and consume it a bit. But I've got to say, the last two weeks, I can't imagine what it would be. But just imagine if it was a Carlton Collingwood Grand Final. <laughs> I can't imagine what the energy in that joint would be like. The only pity, of course, is nowadays with the Grand Final that uh, there's a lot of corporates in there and you don't get absolute representation from the two teams. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two weeks have been ridiculous. The, the elimination and semi-finals, the noise that the Carlton supporters have been making. So, you know, open the windows, let it come in, and just kind of run right through, course through your body. It's that's it doesn't get much better than that. Um, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be a player and seeding off all that in front of ninety-five thousand at the MCG. But um, yeah, I, if we get the opportunity to be there, we being Carlton. Uh, I'd quite like to be in the box with Sellers and Dom and doing it again. That, that'd be pretty nice. Hey, Andy. Hey, JK here, mate. Hey, um, on the bag of train as well, mate. Well done. It's, uh, it's, it's been good good momentum coming this, uh, this back end of the year. But, um, hey, four changes this week for him. Is that, is that, a, is that a big thing going into um, this prelim? Well, oh, you're, you're probably better off answering that than me. I, I must admit, I was surprised about camp. I know he's had a couple of, you know, sort of wobbly moments in recent weeks, but... The kid's sort of been um, a standard back there. I think they're worried about Charlie Cameron. So, you know, Jordan Boyd will probably get the shutdown job and he just just absolutely blanket him. And uh, the other two had to come in, didn't they? Like Harry and, and Jack Martin had to come back into the side. So that was a no-brainer. Um, and the blokes that have gone out, the other blokes that have gone out, they've, they've, they've been valuable in the second half of the year, but they probably haven't been at their best in the last couple of weeks. So... I think on paper, Tom actually looks a bit stronger um, given form and now player availability. So, yeah, a four is a big change going into prelim, but numerically, but it, but it feels like they they're um, they do make sense these selections. Can't win, Murray. You can't win. You know, I'm glad you did that commentary last week because that is like <laughs> your grand final. You're done, mate. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So I reckon, Goss. I reckon we were talking about this yesterday. I reckon. Play 10 times, play Carl- this Carlton, this Brisbane at the Gabba, 10 times. How many of those games do Carlton win? Two. Yeah, so why can't tomorrow be one of those two? Because you're done, mate. You carried on like a pork chop last week. Uh, the whole, <laughs> the whole, you carried on, the Carlton fans carried on, the players got caught up in it. It's just going to be, it could be a horror watch. Could be a horror watch. It, no, no, well, you, you, it, this could happen. They could, because they're pretty good and they don't get beaten up there. So they could come out and. <laughs> They do all their razzle-dazzle and they just blow us off the park early. But I'll tell you this, if it's tied at three-quarter time, I wouldn't want to be a Brisbane Lions supporter because this the, the self-belief in this group, uh, and I'm sure you know Garrick and Josh know what it's like to be part of a group that just has an unbelievable belief. They only lost one game since round 13, and that was a game that mattered, didn't matter. So they, they And they've beaten everyone. They've beaten all the good teams. They've beaten them all. They've beaten Melbourne twice. They've beaten Collingwood. They've beaten Port. They've beaten them all. So I don't. I know what you're saying, and you've got to respect Brisbane at the Gabba. But I don't know. I I wouldn't put anything past this Carlton side. (laughs) Don't laugh. It's true, guys. And the one thing that everyone at Carlton keeps telling me is that um, of all of the noise and nonsense going on around the place, Mm. it's the players who are. Come Monday morning, they are right on next. Mm. They're just they're mild, they're level. 
they're, they're all about what's coming up and a penny's dropped. I mean, I don't know what happened at quarter time in that round 14 game against Gold Coast when they could have been five down at quarter time in that game and season over. Uh, what they did from quarter time on, they haven't looked back and I don't know. I'm, I'm dead in a dream and I'm brave enough to believe and all that sort of crap. So um, I'm going up there tomorrow night with hope in my heart and you never know what's going to happen. So we're going to get Blues Radio again? Yeah, we're going up. What? <laughs> yes, we're going again. So I can't get Tom I can't get a ticket work. to the Waffle Grand through, final through SEN, and you're there flying you blokes up there again. <laughs> and what about this? We're coming home on the uh, AFL because it flights are hopeless. You can't get flights in and out and yeah. accommodation. So we're coming home on the AFL charter flight, which will have. Um, all the carbon bikes on it. So imagine if, imagine if we, imagine me nothing. <laughs> JK, can you imagine yeah, carbon yeah, of one? A few selfies going on. on pl- oh, mate, I'll be sitting on lap supplies all over the job. It'll be, it'll be outright. You'll be I'll serving the food. Train order. <laughs> you'll be flying the plane. You'll be flying high all over again. Uh, 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 who wins the other one? Who wins tonight? Oh, that's it. No, a toss of the coin. Oh, we, we were lucky enough to be in Adelaide last week. That was the best. That 10 minutes they played in the second quarter, that is the best footy I've seen a team play this year. And there's mm. been some good footy played this year. They were there. They are rampant at the moment. They've got all the good players in form. I think they cause an upset. But um, that's disrespecting Collingwood, who have been you know, the sides throughout the course of the season. So but they are. There's this and that. Can you imagine if Carlton and, J- and GWS make the grand final? It turns everything upside down, doesn't it? If that happens. Yeah, nah. Carlton Collingwood would be huge. It wouldn't be safe to be <laughs> to be no. there if you if you didn't bang for either, as you say, a corporate. Hey, Murray, appreciate it. It's going to be Blues Radio tonight. You can just uh, tap on and follow it. It's going to be brilliant, mate. It was. It's just great. It is just great to to listen. A bloke texted me the other day. He said, Did "You see Andy May? He said you call all the Eagles games like that, Goss, every week." So he said. I mean, <laughs> It's true, actually. You do. Oh, bulldust, mate. I'm a Saints man. Yeah. Through and through. Hey, mate, appreciate your time. All the very Thanks, best. Fellas. And um, hey, well done on the front bar, too, taking out the AFL um, award for AFL Media Award for the best footy show. It, uh, if you talked footy, it'd be really good entertaining. Watch if you did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hopefully people saw it last night because Sandy it was a joy. Having he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Good on you. There's Andy Maher, of course. We love Andy. And uh, Blues Radio, if you want to listen to... So he one he's the, one of the best commentators going around, but two when he goes into full nuffy mode, he's even the better. Passion. Yeah, the the run home eleven sixteen SEN and host of the front by Andy Ma. Uh, let's get a breakaway, come back, we'll get your tips next, boys. This is Scotty and Goss, Josh Kennedy, and Gary Kibbertson in the studio for Fleet Network, of course. And not too far away, it is Loop Logic's news: the Swiss Army knife of construction management. SEN breakfast. If you didn't listen, this is what you've missed. OCCLabourServices.com. So you're the state manager, are you? Yes, yes. So yeah. What are you laughing? <laughs> are you the state manager? Yes, I am. What don't you do? Did Hayes play in 98? Oh, Has? 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 Matu? Billy Monaghan, Eastern Mountain coach. Remember we were at the 200 Club and I took a photo of your, your business card? Yes. It's payback time. You are coming with a blue and white scarf 100%. on. 100%. Bill, we're I... Guys, got to stick together. <laughs> Yeah, and then we don't know about JK. There's rumours he's wearing his um, GNFL medallion to the game. Um, <laughs> and, and, and he's on scoreboard duty. Look at the park over, you know, you know, out in the Great Unwashed I'm area. famous. Correct, thank you very much. <laughs> what happens if you go overseas or something? Royalty. Happy to walk around there? Overseas? Yeah. I don't go, mate. Don't you? No.
If I can see it on the internet, I'm not travelling. I went to the Coliseum, one of the great disappointments of all time. <laughs> You're kidding. No, mate, it's run down, mate. Needs a good sprucer. Have <laughs> you been to Italy? Yes. Liked it? You loved it. You been to Italy? I have. Liked it? Didn't love it. No. Let's jump to next week. Say, Carlton, get into the grand final. What would be your ideal way of watching the game? Would you prefer to sit at home on your own in complete silence and watch it or be sitting at the ground, <laughs> not working, or in the commentary going nuts for everyone good to watch? question, you Good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, it was a beauty, uh, and uh, I didn't get a straight answer. Dave from Auburn Grove and Tory from Inglewood are off to WAFL grand final. Make sure you come here on Sunday. All righty, tonight... GWS Collingwood, winner margin. Collingwood, 15 points. Collingwood, 15. Garrick? Uh, Collingwood, Ooh. 10. Yeah, GWS, 17 by for me. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just on the train. And I'm not, I'm not getting caught up in the emotion. I just sound. think they're playing good footy. I think they're playing good footy. And let's go to, to Brisbane tomorrow at 310. I've got Carlton on the baggage train by five points. No chance, mate. They've got no chance. <laughs> it could be really ugly. Like, really, really. It could be. Or Carlton could win by five points. I hope you're right. <clears throat> but I think it's Brisbane by 25. Yeah, Brisbane by 70. <laughs> Waffle Grand Final Sunday. Garrick, oh, former Peel Premiership player, says... Peel by 10. <laughs> and wants... East for her by 15. <laughs> you got Peel. Uh, East for Mantle, nine points. Yeah, Peel for me. Can't believe the market. Hey, boys, good job today. Well done, Ibo. Um, and we'll do it again grand final week. I think that wraps up your uh, little SEN stint for the season. Have you enjoyed yep. it? Yeah, I have. I have, yeah. You've been a, you've been a great mentor. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for showing up. We've loved you. The reaction has been fantastic. Uh, your footy playing days officially over. Is that it? I'm not too sure. Not too sure as yet. You're not going to go around again. Maybe. For, for, for Northampton? I might play a few games next year. I'll see how I go. get through basketball season first. We've got a basketball team. Don't be one of those blokes. <laughs> Don't hang on. Men's threes. Come up. Watch. <laughs> you throw up some bricks. I'd rather go to the Coliseum. <laughs> That's not saying much. Ibo, enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Grand final week. Well done to the boys out there. Stay with SEN. Listen to Mari tomorrow. It's going to be huge. This is Scotty Engos.